What makes it so challenging and how do you prepare for such a demanding piece? Uh, it's one of my favorite pieces. Uh, when I was a young uh, cello player, you know, when I was uh, studying and uh, uh, I practiced a lot this piece, of course, it's very demanding. Technically, uh, the, the way it's written, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy, um, especially the end, you know, like uh, the end of this piece is, is one of the most difficult passages of all the repertoire for cello, I guess. So there is never, uh, how I could say that, but uh, uh, you know, you have this kind of piece sometimes where the difficult part is behind you and you can just uh, be uh, <laughs> uh, fresh and, and, and free. Uh, in this kind of piece, you still have to to keep your, your, your focus, your concentration until the last note of the piece. So that's something very strange. Quite an intricate and demanding piece. No time, no rest for the weary. Let's talk about your cello. It's a 1711 David Teclair cello. Why is that cello so special to you? Uh, I'm very lucky because I played this cello since 2009. So I would say 14 years already, something like that. And, you know, I'm 28. So half of my life I was with this cello, you know, I'm... So it's a, of course there is this very special connection. Um, it's a it's a very uh, I would say intimate story, but um, but also very important for me because I'm very lucky. My father bought this cello when I was very young, and uh, he passed away um, some years after that. So for me it was very important to try to keep this cello with me, and I bought this cello to my family, you know, to uh, have the opportunity to play it and to, you know, really build a, a strong relationship uh, with the instrument. So in a way, it's a little bit, you know, a part of my father who are still with me. And um, even if I had the, the chance to play also others' instruments, uh, I never, I mean, this cello is too special for me. Uh, and uh, I have to say that it's the cello of my life, you know. So I'm very lucky, it's a wonderful, powerful cello with also a very beautiful sound, I have to say. Very, uh, um, you can play all kind of repertoire with it. Um, and I have a, a kind of a funny story here, here in Detroit. The principal cello of the orchestra um, talked to me yesterday uh, during the rehearsal and uh, actually he's playing also a David Teclair. And he was, uh, he, he remembers when I when I came here in 2019 uh, that I was playing also this David Tickler. And so we have the same, uh, so mine is from 1711 and um, his Tickler is from 1720. So they are very close, you know. Yeah. And, and actually, and we have also the, the, the same uh, uh, bow maker. I'm playing a Dominic Pecat. And he is also playing a Dominic Picard. So we have exactly the same setup. And to be honest, <laughs> it's very rare, you know, to have exactly the same bow maker and the same uh, uh, cello maker, violin maker. Um, so that's a, 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 a nice story, you know, because uh, it's also a, a good connection, you know, uh, between between the, the, the DSO and, and myself. Right. Two declares on the stage at one time, even with the same um, bow maker. That's yeah, that doesn't happen too exactly. too often. 
But the personal story is just so touching to be able to have the memory of your father with you all the time and that he invested it with getting this David to Claire cello for you. It's, it's just such a beautiful story and that you hold on to it, you cherish it. It's just a, a very beautiful story and I appreciate you sharing that with us. If you're just joining, our guest is cellist Edgar Moreau, who's performing with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra this weekend. He's performing the Prokofiev's Symphonia Concertant for Cello and Orchestra. Now, Edgar, you started playing the cello at the age of four. You made your solo debut with an orchestra at the age of 11, only seven years later. Mm-hmm. Most of us are still working out how to put the bow and the cello together and make it sound nice. But seven years later, you were making your solo debut with an orchestra. You performed the Dvorak Cello Concerto. Fast forward to 2019 when you made your debut with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra as a part of the Neighborhood Concert Series. You played the Dvorak Cello Concerto again. So some young musicians would say, I've performed this concerto. I know it. I mastered it got my badges and medals and awards. I'm done with it. There's nothing more to learn. There's nothing more I'm going to give to this piece. What advice do you have for those young musicians? Um, You know, I think one of the beauty in our job is that during your life, you grew up and uh, you change. And uh, sometimes you play a lot the same piece. But the piece have a certain evolution, you know, because you change, because you experiment a lot of different things in life. The beauty of this job is being able to uh, learn again and again the same piece um, with sometimes a different perspective. So I guess when I played the Dvorak Cello Concerto when I was 11 years old, it was quite different than when I play it now. And of course in 2019 when I played this Dvorak Concerto with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra, it was also different from now and different from when I was 11. Edgar, you mentioned perspectives. And you made your debut with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra in 2019. And since then, so much has happened. Uh, The world has collectively experienced an unimaginable loss, something that I, I couldn't, never thought that I would experience in my lifetime. So many things have changed. There was such a long period of time where artists weren't able to perform on stage and connect with audiences and with uh, their colleagues. 
from 2019 to now, how has your perspective changed on uh, about the ability to perform on stage? Yeah, of course, it was a terrible time for, for a lot of people, um, especially for the artists in general, because of course our lives is to play, it's to perform, it's to travel, it's to be able to bring a little bit of our personality to you know different different type of of, of people of publics and uh, but you know I try to be optimist about you know sometimes okay you have uh, difficult times uh, in life and uh, it's important and interesting to try to to learn from this experience and also to be able to to see the optimist side um, of that and um, as an artist we finally had time, time to think, time to practice, time to, you know, just taking time. Of course, we are living in a, in a, in a crazy world. We are living with, in a world where everything can be very fast and you, you can play concerts every day and travel all the time. And, you know, when, when, when you have a lot of projects, of course, it's wonderful. But sometimes you can lose also the perception of time. How do you hope to impact the audience through your performance this weekend? You know, I'm very proud of my instrument and uh, I'm very proud of, of the repertoire we have as a cellist. I hope public will love cello a little bit more than the day before and the public will love also Prokofiev a little bit more than the way b before. And uh, if this is the case, I think my mission would be a good mission. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> This, this, this piece is a chef d'oeuvre, is a, is, a, is a masterpiece. Uh, this, this piece is, is incredible. I'm sure public will love it. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us at Orchestra Hall to hear Edgar Moreau perform Prokofiev's Symphonia Contratante for cello and orchestra this weekend. Thank you so much, Edgar. Thank you very much.